0: Hey, 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 this is Ace in the Place Podcast. I am your host, Ace, and today is Monday, February the 14th. Happy Love Day, everyone. It's Valentine's Day, and it falls today on Monday. Thank you for coming into the place today, or if you are visiting us later on in the week, I thank you for being here. We are going to dedicate the entire week to love, okay? So now... Since it falls on a Monday, this whole week is about love. So, thank you. Thank you for joining me on this evening. I hope that all is well with everyone. Myself, I had a really great weekend. Now, I don't get too much into holidays, but I will say that I do appreciate when I am celebrated and shown appreciation from those who love me anytime right not just on special days but it's something special about when someone you know they they put forth the effort and again we don't we don't do that um every day most of the time in our relationships so it doesn't matter what day it is when you take out the time to show your loved one that you appreciate them and to celebrate them that is a good thing so my weekend was great um the the family went to church yesterday and i'm blessed thank you god so we are getting ready to get into our show for the evening now first of all before we hop into the show right yesterday was the super bowl Um, the rams took the ring right now i definitely caught the halftime show on youtube Did anybody else enjoy it as much as I did? Like, I can't remember the last time it was a halftime show to me personally, you know, that was that good. So, yes, I I truly enjoyed it. I think that Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg did an excellent job. I think that the the design, the feel really gave you a, a Cali feel. I really enjoyed that. When I say Kendrick Lamar was probably my favorite part, Kendrick Lamar was my favorite part. Like, he brought it through with the black excellence. He really did. Like, he was giving me the whole ancestry vibe. He was giving me the whole Black History Month vibe. Like, he really brought to me, you know, the blackness to the, the performance. So I really enjoyed Kendrick Lamar. And then we had Mary J. Blige. She did her thing. Now, let me tell you about my girl. That's my girl, Mary, okay? But it's this, it's this dance. Now, if you know Mary, you know. you on social media, you know. So it's this, it's this comedian here from Chicago. Corporate. Matter of fact, that's his name. Funny guy. He always, or no. Yeah, he did a video. No, that's not corporate. Oh, my goodness. I'm so bogus. Okay, anyway. The guy is from Chicago. He's a local comedian. He did a video of Mary J. Badge and her famous, like whenever she does concerts, it's always this famous dance she does with the kick and get it, sis, with the boots, with the boots. It's so funny. (laughs) I'm just saying, if you're from Chicago, you definitely know what I'm talking about. Either way, if you know Mary, then you know that, you know, she has her signature dance for her concerts. Now. I really enjoyed her set as well because yesterday she had it under control. Somebody had a conversation with Mary before the show and was like, look, Mary, I'm going to need you to calm all that extra stuff (laughs) down, okay? Like, they really did have a conversation with her because she kept the kick to, I don't, I think I saw her kick once and it was really, it looked more like a dance move. It didn't look like, you know, how she typically looks when she does it. So I was really proud of her. She looked gorgeous, as always. Like, Mary be serving body, period. Like, her body is gorgeous, Um, you know, especially for her age. She's always been, you know, in good shape and always kept herself looking good physically. You know, the hair was flowing. It was beautiful. So, yes, I really enjoy her. She really came through with a good look. And, again, it was funny to me that I didn't see that kick, that signature move that she always do. I was like, okay, yes, yeah, somebody had a conversation with her like, sis, I'm going to need you to keep that to a minimum this week, okay? <laughs> but, yes, I definitely enjoyed the halftime show. Um, Eminem, was it me, or did anybody else see him, like, almost fall? It was, like, weird. I think he was trying to dance, but at one point, it was like he almost, like, fell over. I don't know. Maybe I was just looking at it too hard or something I don't know and then the whole sagging of the pants I you know first of all I'm not a fan of the sagging period so you know I don't grown men we know better but again if you think it's part of the culture whatever it is what it is your opinion but again I'm not a fan of it so I don't like seeing grown men with their pants sagging so I thought that was kind of like but you know either way he did a good job too I think overall, it just was a good, good halftime show. They really represented hip-hop, the West Coast, and it was all love. I was like, oh, my goodness, they up that crib walking. I was like, hey. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it was a vibe, and I really enjoyed it. So I hope everyone had a good Super Bowl Sunday. Now, they had a, a letter up last week at my job. Like, you can't call in on Monday. <laughs> Or if you call in, you can't take a sick day. Like, how are you going to tell me I can't take a sick day because it's the day after the Super Bowl? But the city, they pull it, and people let them. They do what they want to do. Even though they have rules and laws to adhere to as well, they just put up a memo, and it's just like, yeah, this is what it is. So if you didn't come to work today, regardless if you had a sick day or not, you did not get paid or personal day because they was like, only scheduled vacation days, so people that had the week or the day already scheduled off was allowed to be off today other than that it's considered a no-pay day and you know you get so many of those you can get a write-up but whatever it's not about that so here um this week I'm gonna get because I do want to jump I want to jump a little bit into love and relationships because today is Valentine's Day I mean whatever but It's it's Love Day, I'm calling it Love Day So I want to get a little bit into that But before, you know, it's still February It's still Black History Month So I want to, uh, you know, highlight a person And this week, it is none other than Amanda Gordon I'm back at her And I know, I think it was like Black Girl Magic uh, podcast a few months ago And I talked about her and her um, inauguration speech I mean, poem, excuse me And, you know, her just being a young black woman living in her purpose, I was really inspired by her and I've just been, you know, watching her and she's just, she's blossomed so much within the last year. It's just amazing to see people take off like that. Like I'm, I'd be legit happy for people, you know, and it, it, it does something to my heart to, to see black, just black people and people in general being happy and excelling. But again, like I spoke about last week, we don't always have positive images in the media of black people excelling. I wish we had that three times as much as we have, you know, murders, right? As soon as somebody gets shot, it's all over the news. It's all over social media. But we're not seeing all of this positive images and all these black people out here that are so excellent and that are doing so good. And even if you're not good, even if you, I'm not saying not good, but even if you're just um, an average person or whatever, you can still be living in your purpose. You can still be making a difference. It doesn't have to be on a a broad scan. You know, it's people out here that are really uh, being the best versions of themselves and really putting the effort in to do that. And so, you know, I just want to highlight her again. She actually did uh, Vanity Fair. So that is really what, like, she looks so gorgeous. Like the picture of her, first of all, if you haven't saw it, please check it out. So, the picture of her really just took my breath away. And I was like, oh my goodness. So, I have to talk about her on the podcast. So, she said that her readers are always um, her muse. So, she um, debuted a New Year's poem in partnership with Instagram. So, you can go check it out on Instagram. Amanda Gordon. Gorman. I'm sorry. I said Gordon. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry, sweetie. I didn't got your name wrong. Oh, Lord. Have mercy. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry, baby. Amanda Gorman. She, I don't know. So she, again, check out the, she did a new poem for the new year on Instagram. You can check that out. And the basis of that was not only just poetry, but they also were putting out proceeds, um, for a, to, to raise awareness for the fundraiser. She's just done so much that, um, I want to try to get a little bit into um, the article Now what was so special Well one of the things that was so special about this young black woman She's 23 years old And she overcame a speech impairment To um, To be a poet And to have you know be To be able to publicly, publicly speak Excuse me She had to learn how to Not stutter And that's something that Joe Biden Also struggled with As well in his life And so, you know, to be in talks of the greats like Maya Angelou and, and, you know, poets of her caliber at such a young age is just amazing. And she just talks about how her life has, like, tremendously changed in the last year. Um, You know, she attended Fashion Week in the Met Gala. She talked about that and just her inspirations, and she worked with... uh, Jason Bolden on her her fashion piece for the Vanity Fair and when I say gorgeous okay so she's already a beautiful chocolate woman first of all and I just was like oh my goodness she's gorgeous and then you know she had her hair in the braids kind of pulled up into a beautiful bun Um, she had this white dress that was just gorgeous like everything about it it really accentuated her legs I was like oh my goodness this is really dope so, her poem that she did. Um, so no, she has the the inspiration for a "Call Us What We Carry" came out of her wanting um, to fashion capsule what it means to go through a pandemic collectively. So she she's really talking about how we as a country and as a nation are responding to COVID and how we are coming out of this pandemic and how it's changed so many people's lives and I think that that's very relevant right now and for her to be a young person and to talk about these type of issues and I think it's I think it's very important I think that it's very relevant and she again she looks amazing even her makeup was just very soft and 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 radiant it was It was her, you know, because like I love makeup and, you know, some women really, you know, they go all in with it. Right. But that wasn't really her. And you can tell whoever did her makeup, they really captured her essence. Um, And I think that that's good. She, She talked about not really having a stylist before how she styled herself, her hair, her outfit when she was um when she did the inauguration. And so now she's working with stylists. She talked about um the styling team for her Vanity Fair and, you know, upcoming books and projects. And again, working with Instagram, like, you know, her her following, her platform, she still, you know, she talks about how it feels like a dream. Like realistically, for her, for everything to change so much in her life within the, the last few years, it's just, um, that's God. Hey, I'm going to call it what it is. Again, uh, a lot of us are living or trying to live and walk within our purpose, but few of us make it to that scale or that caliber of what she's done. And we just have to congratulate those people and we have to um we have to cover them in prayer and wish them well but she is a beautiful talented young woman and i will continue to follow her i will continue to support her career and get the books and everything else so yes please check out that vanity fair um, article and story about her. They did an interview actually, and again, because I kind of wanted to get a little a little bit into love for today for Valentine's Day, then I'm not going to spend too much time uh, here with Amanda Gorman. But yes, please um, check out the Vanity Fair and her Instagram poem. I watched it. It was it was beautiful. It's just it's it's something about her essence. And I feel that way about quite a few people. I definitely feel that way about Michelle Obama as well. So, yes, anytime your name is in the same sentence as Michelle Obama, baby, okay? You're doing it. Yes, honey, like excellence. I love it, I love it. So, now we're going to jump over into the love because today is Valentine's Day. Now, whether you celebrate it or not, let me just start here and say that, you know, I I, I always kind of say the same things over and over. It's funny, but sometimes in order for people to really understand, you know, what's the bigger picture, the bigger picture here is love. It doesn't have to be just relationships. Y'all just make up stuff sometimes. Like the day is for whoever you love. If you love your mama, if you love your daddy, whoever you, you know, you can buy them. And people do. My mother used to buy me Valentine's Day gifts when I was younger. I buy Ari things. Her dad bought her stuff. So it's not just about a romantic holiday. We put so much pressure on our already overstressed relationships. Like a lot of us, or not a lot of us, some of us, right? Some of us relationships have been through a lot, especially with the whole pandemic. Uh, Some of us were in the house. With our made for an extended amount of time, and you really got to learn and understand some things that you may or may not have known. And so, you know, when these holidays come around, I just want us to really understand that what is at the core of this. Now, right, um, I'm going to do a little bit of history on day because some of this stuff I was like, I didn't even know. But, again, we, we need to understand what is the core of it. And, and, and really, if you just want to look at it, like, a day to do something special for the one that you love, you know, that's fine. Right. But don't put so much pressure again on, on your relationship. If it's a romantic thing for you, I know a lot of people that are single that, you know, don't feel so good this when these type of holidays come around. And I, I don't like that. Honestly, I don't think that people should feel bad. Now, me personally, um, before my husband, I had plenty of Valentine's Day with nobody, you know, I did. I was single for years and it, it wasn't that I wouldn't date here or there, but I had no relationship. So if somebody got me something for Valentine's Day, cool, but it wasn't expected, you know, I didn't We, you know, this, this, that, and you're supposed to do this for me. Like I was never really that type of woman that put pressure on men to do things for me financially. So if it was done, that's fine. I appreciated it. But And I will accept it. I'm not turning down no gifts. Hold on. First of all, I'm not turning down no gifts. (laughs) I'm not turning down. So let me just make that clear. I'm going to take it. But again, I'm not going to ask. And I'm usually not going to expect it. So that that was kind of where I stood. But I just think these type of holidays are hard for people who may be more on the desperate end. And again, we just got to put that out there because a lot of the stuff, that I'm seeing on social media and, you know, it, 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 some of it stems from just being desperate. And a lot of us get desperate because we feel like we're not significant because love seems like to be the end thing. You know, it, it really is. I'm not going to lie. It's, it, to me, it's just my opinion. I think that it's gotten really trendy to get married, just like, now, mind you, um, What's his name? Joel Santana. Now he's a rapper. I used to love him back in the day in Dips. That days so he, you know, I was like his biggest fan. Long story short, he recently married his longtime baby mother, Kimbella. Like the last year or two or whatever, when he got out of jail, they probably been married a couple of years now. And he talked about how in hip hop back then, it wasn't cool. Like if 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 rappers had wives, you didn't know. It wasn't cool, like you were supposed to be portrayed as the single, as the player, and this and this and that. And now it's like the exact opposite. Now if you don't have a wife, you know, people are looking at you like, okay, you ain't got nobody, you know, everybody wants to be couples goals, everybody, you know, is making all this noise about, you know, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, and so it's 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 a little trendy, but it's dangerous because people are getting into situations for every other reason other than love, and other than integrity, other than respect, other than you know core values of things that it can take to sustain a relationship, a successful long relationship, especially with someone you have children with, someone you eventually you know get married to. Like these are serious decisions um, that we just you know we need to be mindful of before we make certain commitments. And so a little bit about Valentine's Day, right? Where does it even come from? Who is even Saint Valentine, right? I don't even want to get into it, but I'm going to throw a little facts out there. So it came from, um, it's a, a festival, uh, Lu, uh, Lupercalia. That was the name of the festival, Lupercalia. Now, it, it, it celebrates the god Lupercus, and he was a Roman god. Um, Of flocks and shepherds, so it was a fertility festival, but it wasn't like fertility. I mean, they were doing like orgies and all type of weird stuff, but they were sacrificing animals for their livestock, and I guess there was this uh, whip that they would make and out of the skin of the the animals that they were sacrificing, and you You were supposed to have uh have a fruitful um harvest if you were hit by this thing right so it wasn't even really about love per se from my understanding and the information that you know I kind of gathered initially Valentine's Day ain't had nothing to do with love y'all it has something to do with it's a it's a pagan holiday it has something to do with these Roman gods, the things that they were doing right. And then it flipped over to the month of February was uh, a sacrifice to Juno, also known as um, Febula. And she was a Roman god, goddess of fever, love, marriage, and women. Her feast day day also fell on February 15th. On this day, eligible young women wrote their names on slips of paper called billets and put them in a large bowl. Each single man drew one billet and then the lady who whose name he chose for the billet was his partner for, like, the erotic festivities for the day. So, you know, even, like, how, okay, so if it was, like, a big orgy, right, celebration, people getting down, sacrificing animals, whatever type of stuff they had going on back then, who knows, right? How do we get to the day of love? How do we get to St. Valentine's Day? or you Well, not St. Valentine's Day, but, you know, Valentine's Day. So they moved the day from February 15th um and then i mean it, it it went to the 14th and 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 basically how do i put this as with most non biblical customs found in the church today uh lupercalia was simply given a christian sounding name and adopted into the universal catholic church so they changed the name make it sound like it was something religiously involved, but it goes back to this Roman God, Lupercus, and um, it was a a rebranding of the pagan festival, worshiping fertility. I mean, if if it's a romantic holiday, you know, I guess, like, getting down and having kids. I I mean, I don't know. Again, I I don't think that there's really much of a connection. How we got to love is still kind of like Okay, so, you know, a lot of the the customs and holidays of today, they, they, are, they are, the history is circulated around a pagan god, and that's, you know, I just was giving y'all a few of the facts because, again, you guys really get into celebrating these holidays. Me personally, not, right? Again, I appreciate all the gestures that I got over the weekend, but it is, it's not, it's appreciated anytime. It has nothing to do with the day. And so, again, as us as black people, I just want us to learn our culture more and to celebrate our culture and the things that are relevant to us. Like, I get it. You know, we all wanna feel special and be able to post things and nice things about those that care about us and, you know, get all this praise and validation. But look, we need to really understand. Uh, the the true core of where a lot of this stuff is coming from, and we need to understand that, you know, it it, it really much of it is not relevant to Black people. <laughs> Just saying, it's not helping us in our struggle. So, you know, I see a lot of Black people saying St. Patrick's Day, "Oh, I got five percent St. Patrick blood in me. I got ten percent. Uh, it's like uh, uh, Irish. I'm sorry." Uh, you know blood in me and this and that it's like come on guys like we're all mixed with something but again what I am going to uh be doing is actually getting my African ancestry I would love to find out where exactly I am from in Africa um, what tribe and and their traditions and their culture like I really really want to know and understand that I don't need to know if I'm 30 percent you know, Indian or a specific, uh, you know, just anything. Like we know, we all mixed with something, right? So again, I would like to know what's relevant to me, my culture, the blood that flows through my veins. Because again, I've never been to Africa, but that's the motherland. Come on now, y'all. This blood is 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 in your veins now. So ain't no denying that. I want this that's the things that I want. Would like to know more about and to celebrate more. So next year, I really want to do Kwanzaa. This year, I just wasn't. Oh, we waited to the last last minute to do Christmas this year. We really did, and because we do so much for Ari throughout the year, it just it it wasn't a huge, whole extravagant thing. But I would love to do Kwanzaa next year, and that's something that I'm pushing for. Uh, So I have some really big things coming up this year, but. I'm pushing to do Kwanzaa this year because these are things that are relevant to me. And so that's what I care about. But again, uh, in terms of love, right, because I've spoken about it a lot on this platform. And before I wrap up for today, I want to give a few tips about relationships and love and some things that we can do to mend our relationships and to have better relationships with the people that. We say we love right because black love is a different it's a different type of love it just is because a lot of traumas are embedded in us and it's really hard to love a person for an ex- a longer t- amount of time We're not talking about just loving somebody we're talking about for the rest of your life right your rest of your time you have on this earth you've dedicated that to another human being. The hardest thing about that is you both come from different backgrounds. You both likely see, every, not everything, but a good portion of things differently because men are just wired differently from women. And, you know, that's just what it is. And we have to be more understanding of the other person's side. Men need to be more understanding of women and women need to be more understanding of men. Because let me tell you something that I've learned in relationships and this, this, hey, grab a. Really fast, grab some pen and paper. You're like, no, I don't need that. But maybe you can write some of these things down because, you know, it's hard out here for relationships. Again, everybody capping on social media, making it seem like everything is so happy, right? And, you know, people that are single are depressed. People that are single get, are getting desperate and falling for people on the internet and being scammed. Yes, I watched a Tinder swindler. Don't, you know, I'm not getting into that, you all. But if you, if you watch Netflix, you absolutely know what I'm talking about. Even if you didn't watch it, you saw the name pop up. But these type of things are happening because there's so much pressure to be in relationships and to be happy and to be relationship goals, right? And so people don't feel fulfilled by themselves. And and a lot gets lost in us just trying to sustain our relationship. But if it's genuine and if you really do want to be in love and to have a significant other, The first thing, a piece of advice that I would say is to work on yourself. But again, because there's so much pressure to find a relationship, a lot of us aren't doing the work while we're single on ourselves. You come into a a relationship trying to be with someone for life, you need to be really self-aware. You need to be self-aware of who you are, exactly what you want. This goes for men and women. And you need to be able to... um, Effectively communicate that to other people. Because let me tell you, as a woman, let me tell you, so, I'm gonna go over my time today, y'all. Because I'm, I'm trying to wrap it up. Let me tell you something. As a woman, I am guilty of this. I am guilty of saying something but not fully expressing what it is that I need. So, like this, I'll say, let's just say you an argument with your significant other, and you be like, you are not listening to me, and they looking at you like you just been standing here talking the whole time. I'm definitely listening to you, right? You know what I'm saying? But what it is that you what you really mean? You're saying like you're not listening to me, or you may be saying something in the heat of an argument, right? But what you really mean is I don't feel heard, right? In this moment, whatever it is that you're doing is making me not feel like you're hearing me or you're um, you're being open to my feelings. So what 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 sometimes we need to actually say is. Hey, I don't feel heard. Or when you start raising your voice, when you start cutting me off, it makes me feel like you are not trying to hear or you don't care about my feelings. Be specific, like seriously, say exactly what it is that you need from the person. If you feel like, look, you, I don't want them to do no name calling. As soon as that name come out their mouth, you stop the conversation and calmly, politely, respectfully, because we want to be respectable. In order to get what we really need, a lot of us are going to have to move in love. If you are in a relationship that's going through a rough time, this goes for if you are in a happy relationship, if you're in a relationship that is struggling. If you are in a relationship that's going through a rough time, you're going to have to lead in love. If you're the man or the woman, you're going to have to lead in love. Sometimes love can heal wounds. Sometimes women, we do have to be the catalyst. Now, let me say this, black women, because I have said on this platform that we don't have to go through hell and hot water in order to be loved, right? Come know who you are and your self-worth going into the situation. So that way, certain behaviors you won't tolerate. Now, if the person just outright tricked you and you, you know, pretended to be something that they're not, that looks a little different and you can adjust a later on down the line. But initially, certain things shouldn't be tolerated in the beginning when we know who we are and we know our self-worth, right? But again, we need to be clear. We need to be fully self-aware of our emotions. We need to have our emotions under control because that's the biggest thing for men and for women. You know, things t- always take a turn because someone does, it, doesn't does have their emotions under control and they are reacting instead of responding. So if you feel like, look, I don't, when we have a disagreement because couples are going to disagree, when we have a disagreement. And there are ways to fight fair. Now, I know it seems like I'm jumping all over the place, but I only got a little bit amount of time. So I might pick back up on this a little bit next week. But when there are rules to fighting, there is a way to disagree fairly in a relationship. And one of those things, ladies or men, because this applies for both, I'm trying to keep this very neutral on this platform. If it applies to you, then use it. But when it comes to uh, disagreeing, don't disagree as soon as your person comes into the house. That's the man, that's the woman. When people get home, they do want a peaceful environment. Hey, honey, how's your day? Even if you mad on, pissed off, and you boiling because he said or did, or she said or did this, that, let people come into a peaceful home. Have your meal. Put your kids to bed. Then have your conversation about what it is that you need to say. Come to your mate calmly and respectfully and tell them exactly what you need. Like It's good when we have someone in our lives that's able to pick up, up on us and read what we know and know how to love us the right way, but a lot of us are going to have to be very clear and, and very precise about what we want, and a lot, some of us don't know what that is, and that's why I say you need you're going to have to be aware of who you are and what it is that you really want because you can't expect to get it from another person if you aren't clear with that within yourself. You're going to have to figure that out first. You need to be able to hold yourself accountable. That's a huge part. Even if the relationship is damaged, if it's broken, if you want to fix it, you're going to have to start holding yourself accountable. When you're wrong, say, I'm sorry. Apologize, men, women, right? You're going to have to do these things if you want to fix the relationship. It's a way to do it. And one more thing people getting involved in your relationship. We've all been there, we've all done it. You talk to your family members, you talk to your friends, things got messy, drama got out of hand, now everybody has an opinion about your relationship. But you guys wanna fix it, you all want to work on it. You know how you can help rebuild that? Because once you go back to the person you're trying to work on it, your family ain't working on nothing. Your friends ain't working on nothing. They don't know what's going on in their daily lives, right? So they still hold in that negative energy about your spouse because that is what you put out there. And a lot of us are guilty of that, myself included. My marriage went through that. But how you can restart to rebuild those things if you want to fix the relationship is to stop putting the business out there. You're going to have to stop, especially about the petty things in your relationship. Now, if it's something that's very, very big, any type of abuse that's going on, I'm not saying don't share that, right? You can't keep that bottled up. Have a safe space and a safe person that you trust, who you know can pray for you and who can guide you or who can just be a good listening ear for you, okay? That has your best intention. But again, if it ain't nothing extreme or abuse, keep the petty stuff in your relationship to yourself, period. Stop bringing other folks in your business. Stop telling other people your business, right? And then two, if you do mention something about your spouse, let it be positive. Boom, there it is. So then you recreate that image, right? Because you have to build that up. Again, you may be trying to work it out with your significant other, but your family, your friends, they don't see that. They don't see what what little attempts your spouse may be putting in every day for the relationship to try to work. So when you go to the friends and family, oh yeah, you know, my wife, my yeah my girl, man, she, she really looked out for me for Valentine's Day. Oh, she really looked out for me for sweetest day, you know what I mean? Gavis, you know, got me a gift and really made me feel special. Boom. Now you're building up the, the relationship again, right? So now you're putting these positive images out there and eventually your family and your friends will come around because it'll be like, okay, you know, it's life. Relationships go through things, right? Because now you you've learned the lesson. Hey, we need to keep people out of our business because it happens. It happens. Trust me, we go through it. But there is a way to fix that. It's a way to mend the things. But again, you're going to have to be aware of who you are and you're going to have to be clear about explaining to your spouse what it is that you need and and being able to um, give in return. You're going to have to give some things for your spouse. You're going to have to be able to sit down and tell them, hey, look, I can do this. Now this I can work on, but this Ah, not so much. I don't feel as comfortable with this. Whatever it may be, it's, you know, everybody's relationship is different, but have those conversations again, you all, uh, I'm going to get ready and get out of here for this evening. But again, that was just a few points and I hope I didn't go too fast, but I want to dive a little bit deeper into it, but that's just a start here for today. So today was a really good show. Yes. I love you guys. I'm so glad that you came here. And again, even if you are listening to this after this evening, this Monday evening, have a good week. Show some love, spread some love, and I will see you all here next week. Love you guys. Peace.